Ooh. Was that a 30? Chipping 30? 63 yards? Bailey's number six. Welcome back, everybody. The Magic Cart Path Ride. Coming to you from beautiful San Jose, California. Myself, Zach Maloche. Directly in front of me, Mr. Ryan Westfall. How you doing? Doing great, man. Thanks. Good. Good. Thanks again for joining me for yet another beautiful show. Mm. We have uh, a lot to talk about. Yeah. It's a busy week in golf, as usual. Mm. Arnie Palmy alert. Arnie Palmy alert. <laughs> We're in the midst. Day one. Look who's your co-leader right now. The boy. Matt Every. Matt Every. And Rory McElroy from Northern Ireland. I wish uh, Matt Every played for Adidas. I know. Because I would pick him every week. I know. <laughs> He would semi. He'd be like the midget DJ for me. He's uh, he's seemingly there. He's coming under a lot of pressure on final rounds and disappearing. But he's but he's been in most of the tournaments he's played. And he's been making the cut and he's been showing up on the leaderboard. He could do he could do this one. Yeah, kind of windy out there though. That's that's kind of. An, I got to tell you already. My I'm really excited for my Nike V Adidas pick because finally my guy is showing up and that was Rory. Oh, yeah, yeah. I picked Rory. I wanted to spill it out on our last show, but you told me to hold off. (laughs) Well, speaking of, yeah, don't listen to me because actually what we need to do right now is uh, let's release our winnings from last week's. We didn't even. (sighs) We we, didn't touch on that. Well, and rightfully so, though, too, because we had the four-way pick, right? Yep. We spiced it up Mm -hmm. for the Honda. Uh, We picked two regular players and to, well, a Nike versus Adidas pick. Irregular well. players, if you will, on yeah. other than Nike via Adidas. And uh, you won both of them, you <laughs> motherfucker. Man. Again, um, Bo Hostler took down HV3. That was, a good, that was a good setup, too. That was a great setup. That's a good match play. Man, um, that was by one stroke, so that's that's cool. But Poulter uh, <sighs> got smoked by Gary Woodland. Um, <laughs> I, the, the difference, my, I, my hand's hurting from... Skimming down the leaderboard, it was <laughs> you won it. <laughs> what is that now? That makes four and five. Yeah, five, five and one, or five and a five yeah. and one. I'm, I'm taking it well because Rory's sitting at the top and he is in prime form. Recently, um, again acquainted uh, with the number one title uh, in the world golf rankings, which doesn't always mean you're the best golfer in the world when you have that number one yeah. title. But I think in Rory's case... Statistically. It does. I think... Yeah. Who's better than Rory right now on the PGA Tour? Is there anyone? That is true. Right now. Like right over now, the past... Yeah. No, you're right. You know how golf works. It's not like today. It's over a six-month time period. That's what makes those rankings... Lots of shit is involved. You could bomb a tournament, I would miss say, a cut, I, and still I, hold your place. I would say him and Justin Thomas are probably the best in, in golf right now. As far as... I, w- I would say they'd be close... For on the world golf, but well, I, and I doubt Justin Thomas is that close, but he might be. You might be right, actually. I think um, I just from looking at it, I think they're the best players on the tour right now. So does that mean that they're going to be the um um like a, Rory's a instant shoe in for his Olympic competition with Northern Ireland? Um, who do you think are U.S.'s guys for the Olympics? Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Dustin Johnson's not going. 
No, he's not. He's kind of slumping. He, he reported. He says it's to focus on the FedEx Cup or whatever, but I think we're going to run into the Zika scare well, with the coronavirus, to be honest, with the Olympics coming up soon. Another, How, tournament, another tournament got canceled on the Asian tour. It's coming close. Uh, you know, fuck, man. I mean, that's, it, it seems like every time we're doing a show, more tournaments are uh, the Royal Cup in Thailand um, on the Asian tour has uh, yeah, just been canceled. Crazy. Wow. Things are happening. I mean, I hope we're not sitting here documenting the end of the world. No, that would suck. Wait till the Modelo virus. It's so, hit hard. Uh, funny enough, do you think the Modelo um, <laughs> stock is up right now? Corona stock? <laughs> I no, they're down. People, uh, <laughs> I, I saw some stupid article like 40% of beer drinkers are afraid to drink Corona. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So Modelo's got to be up right now, right? Uh, it's got to, Modelo's got to be I, cranking right now. I put I put out that same stat yesterday and my lady was like 40%. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 40, 45%. She's like, that's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> it's true, man. I had a, a nice Mexican lager from, I forgot the brewery hooked up by Mr. Mason Lopez yesterday at, uh, uh. at Baylands or a couple days ago. But Shout uh, out to Mason. Congrats on the little one. Congrats on your child, Mace. You're a glorious that's, man. That's You're a gonna be a thing. glorious father. Um, we had a glorious round, dude. That Baylands, was great. Huh? Baylands, man. Um, that was fun. Uh, I won't give into the details. Stroke differential was huge, but Tim lost. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been following that the past uh, couple shows, uh, at least he showed up. He showed up. Yeah. I'll give him props. He on He actually that. played well. He had one horrible hole, and then a couple other bad ones, but. Uh, it's hard, man. I gotta give it up, give it up to Bobby. Bobby played well, dude. I was telling him, I was. I mean, you can't ask for more than uh, than what he did after not, you know, playing whatever five times in the last several. Oh, and months. then coming from London and then yeah, plane ride and, and playing like three days out of nowhere or two yeah, days of golf. Thirty six one day, eighteen the next yeah. for somebody who hasn't been playing. I've been trying to condition myself, but uh, he did well, man. He crushed my driver, that Tyler's driver. Come back to the states for him. I'm sure it was awesome to beat Tim. Yep. And keep it a relatively good number. 85, 86. I would love to shoot 85, 86 anywhere I go at any age. It yep. doesn't matter. If I could play Pebble Beach and shoot at 85, I'd be one of the happiest people in the world. Yeah. Uh, it's good, man. I had a, had a couple birds and had a good round. Didn't the uh, chipping bird? Chipping bird. Yeah, that was great. That's always fun, man. Holing out from the fairway, like, just is the best feeling. Watch it disappear. Ah, good times. <sighs> Um, well, since we were uh, touching it on already, should we just give our picks now? Let's do it. For, um, we'll come back to Bay Hill because there's a lot to talk about with Bay Hill. Yeah. It's such a beautiful place. Um, Feeling the Palmer. Who do, you, who do you got? I got Rory. The Roars, <clears throat> huh? Who do you got? I'm going to go uh, Nikki Taylor. Nick Taylor coming off a win. Now, unfortunately for me, I don't um, – well, I won't overspeculate. Golf's golf. Dude, it's, it's the, the first day. day. It's the first day, man. Uh, but Nikki Boy, he's kind of down there right now. It's fun. So we'll see. We'll see. That'll be good. Uh, Ricky Fowler, <laughs> we got to talk about his fits out there. And uh, Ricky Fowler old, uh, loves to commemorate Bayo. Arnold Palmer. Yeah, dude. he does. He loves him. Uh, he's auctioning off some special hats. Yeah, and some other things. All his fits are directed to yeah. Arnie. Did you see his ball with the little umbrellas? It's, it's awesome. Little Bay Hill umbrellas. That is so awesome. I want to get that. Arnold Palmer is such a magical figure in golf, in sports, dude. He's one of the best. He's the most loved. Remember, he's Tiger Woods before Tiger Woods was Tiger Woods. Like, Tiger Woods was responsible for bringing golf to the forefront as yeah. being a superstar in our generation. Yeah. But, you know, like, 
I know you got a couple Palmer stories. I, I'll, I'll well, try I, to think of one, but I'll tell you one thing. Growing up, my dad, who's not a big golfer, mm. he loved Arnold Palmer. He made yeah. many references to him in his Pennzoil commercials and his, you know, growing up in Latrobe and being a hardworking, you know, not a country club boy. Because even like that was my dad's generation, and he grew right. up with watching him win, you know, Masters and, and Opens and. He remembers that. That was that was big. So even though my dad had nothing to do with golf, I still knew about Arnold Palmer as a kid. Well, and especially for back then, I mean that was that was one of the biggest celebrities at the time. You yeah, know, he was flying his own planes yep. to to tournaments and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of celebrity type back then. You know, you had the Joe DiMaggio's. Let's put it this way: the Joe DiMaggio's, the Willie Mays's were all the forefronts, right? And there's another number of names. Yeah. But Arnie was one of them. Arnie was the best. And I, obviously we're biased towards golf. But he had something, man, that, I mean, even the DiMaggio's and the Mazes, like, personality is, is, and, you know, being able to be, you know, likable aside from your sport. Because everybody worships the ground you walk on when it comes to the sport that you play and how good you are. But aside from his sport, he was... I mean, he could have been a politician. He could have been oh, yeah. a multi, you know, successful, sure. you know, businessman. He just has it, dude. Everybody loved him, wanted to be around him. You know, he's a handsome, swashbuckling dude. She yeah. Just, and he, he brought the crowds. He had an army. He had a yeah. fucking army of and he, fans. Well, and he was the everyday man. Yep. You know, he represented a, a different class of people. Yep. He didn't represent the country club. Um, he wasn't a prodigy of a of a country club or a set golf course, really. You know, blue collar guy. Perfect storm to be accepted and loved by all Americans because, yeah, your all your country club boys. I mean, it's a small group of people that can identify with those people, uh, and you still give them credit for their skills. But a guy like like Arnie, who just comes from nothing and just worked his way up, such a better story, man. Yeah, and I I, I think too at the end of the day, man. He was just such a humbled, friendly face. Like even when well, you kind of said something too about Tiger, I was thinking about it earlier today. Like he totally embraced the welcoming of Tiger. Yeah, he loves right? Tiger, dude. He like, loves them. Love each other. It's mutual. I think it was a, a a putt he made at the players or something, and it showed. Um, and it might even be at Bay Hill, but it showed Arnie. You know, split screen. And he was like, made it. You know, the ball wasn't even there yet. And he was, see, told you. So I mean, he. I think it was Bay Hill. He's sitting on the side. Yeah. Well, Tiger's won at Bay Hill, what, like six times? Like, he, yeah. that's his, he, he blasts that course, and you know. Yeah, and he's one of those guys. He's old school. I mean, he, he came from a different era. Like, I heard this story today about Ricky, and this is, a, you know, Ricky, I could say, is probably our age, right? Mm -hmm. A little not, younger. If not a little younger. But uh, something about him uh, not being able to do the tournament one year, and I guess he flew out to go meet uh, Mr. Palmer to tell him, in person that he wasn't gonna be able to do the tournament class because that's what the respect that he deserves class um ricky's ricky's know. like arnold in that sense like he's he, he, he's just so likable yeah uh great ambassador of the sport smooth yeah. talker like you know yeah he does all the right things you know i love that you know that comment that 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 rory made in reference i mean if you're gonna side i mean even greg norman he's australian i know they don't have any sort of connection but you know, he he wants to be on the good side, kind of like how Arnold Palmer is. Arnold Palmer always does the right thing. Yeah. We talked about it just quickly in our intro, but he started the Golf Channel. I mean, it's the, the greatest channel known to, to mankind 
was because of Arnold's connection with the PGA Tour, and they, yeah. I, I forgot the guy, the other guy's name who did it with them, but you know, yeah, they, they got created it. Then that was definitely very innovating. Yeah. Um, just like Tiger, uh, for the time, Arnie and and Jack were the reason why the purses were um, getting up there. And when I say up there, I think I think the most, the biggest streak he he went on. Um, he won like four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So I mean, it's four, all relative. Four hundred thousand dollars is for like 18th place nowadays. You know what I mean? But from where it was before Arnold to where right. where it got to, same thing about right. Tiger. Where it was, the money was before Tiger right. to when Tiger came and where it got to. I mean, the million dollar winnings never would have happened without Tiger. Just like the forty thousand yeah. dollar winnings wouldn't have happened without Palmer. Well, and, and Palmer brought in the the whole um, sponsors. And getting a ball named after you. Not that there wasn't like the Ben Hogan ball and stuff like that, but yeah. he really took it to another level with the marketing and stuff like that. Um, even getting a plane so that he get to a to a tournament ahead of time, you know, for more practice. Like that's something that's practiced now yeah. to this day, right? And that's something he. Not that anybody wasn't doing that, but well, not golfers that it, weren't, right? Well, we keep talking about things that inevitably would have happened, probably. But they happen because of these certain people, so we give them credit for it. And right. it's true, man. I mean, the plane thing is like Palmer was the first guy you saw do that. Right. And it was probably just amazing. People lost. He was like Beatlemania for Palmer. You know, like kids were losing their mind. And that was huge for golf because golf had always been so uppity. It would still, you know, accomplished sport with rich history, but it was never accepted by everybody's. You know, we talked about that before with uh, uh, Adam Sandler and the, the the Happy Gilmore, how that brought out all the crazies. Yeah. Well, Arnold Palmer probably brought out the crazies for the for the fifties too. Yeah, fifties, sixties. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and I'm I'm sure well, like people that like were your dad's age mm-hmm. that got into golf. I mean, who who do they talk about? Palmer and you Nicholas. Know what I mean? and, right. And and you always know Nicholas was maybe slightly better technically, uh, maybe you know prettier swing. Better results throughout, but Palmer had it, dude. He was he was the rock star. He was the yeah. guy you wanted to chill with. He was definitely put on this earth to do everything that he did. Yes, well said. You know, um, especially the Penzo commercials, man. Ah, oh, dude, just genius, genius, head of his time. Remember the uh, when Tiger came out with the uh, the Champions Golf? It was after yeah. they did the Tiger Woods uh, Masters one, but it was like the last game he was going to do, and it was him and Arnold Palmer fighting people in an airplane hangar. Yes, dude, that was so... <laughs> oh, God. I got to tell you, the, my favorite commercial, probably a freaking all-time, is the ESPN Sports Center one. Okay. You know how they have all the people with their jerseys on, like working at Sports Center in the corporate office? Well, the, it's Stuart and Scott Van Pelt are chilling in the, the lunchroom, and then Arnold Palmer comes through with his caddy, and a little cup goes over the lemonade, pours some lemonade, goes over the tea, pours some yes, tea, yes. goes over the lemonade, pours a little lemonade, and walks out. And Stuart and Scott just looking at each other, the eyes wide open, they're like, Yeah. God, that was amazing right there. Love that commercial. <laughs> so Love that commercial. He, um, <sighs> you know what's crazy is uh, his importance is definitely huge in the, in the sense, too, that like he, his death, like not affected me. But it choked me up, dude, and 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 in a happy way too, because I have no relation to him, right? Like it's not because he's gone. Yeah. It was just like, this is huge for golf. Like this was, 
it's huge. It's like, huge, man. I, I remember where Willie I, Mays leaving. It's, I remember where anybody. I was, the exact time and like date. I remember everything when I was when I heard about that. I was playing golf. Yeah, <laughs> I was at Las Positas, and I mm-hmm. uh, heard about it on the fifteenth hole. I remember standing there when I drive by that course. I could see the exactly where I was standing uh-huh. when I picked up my phone to get a yardage and just like accidentally scrolled in like to a news thing. I was like, "You got to be shitting me." It was it was rough. You know what I was thinking about too is Nancy Lopez, dude. You know how she was so close to him. Yeah, it gets me choked up just to, when she gets interviewed. She can't even hold herself together for more than like four seconds. She just starts yeah. losing it. Yeah, no, uh, huge. I, and then what, when they, they had the first Masters, that one kind of choked me up too. It was the first time that he wasn't out there um, hitting a ball with um, Gary Player and yeah, Jack. And Jack, that was big. That one kind of that, that, was... that one roughed me up too. And his wife was there. God. Makes the makes the blood. Sam Saunders. And it's funny. We're looking at a picture, the signed Arnold Palmer picture that's right above the monitor here in Lebrun yeah. Studios. Dude, again, shout out to the Trapne- Mr. Trapnini, dude. Oh, yeah. That was his. Uh, it's not signed to him. It's signed to another gentleman. Uh, he acquired it from somebody else, but I'm pretty sure. Gangster. It's, uh, it's <laughs> acquired. A, it's a, he acquired it. That's all he said. He and, uh, uh, acquired it. But uh, it's definitely real because it's to a certain person. Yeah. So that's definitely a hand hand signed. Yeah, it's the centerpiece of all the pictures. He we probably have whoever he signed it to, he probably looked him in the eye, and like <sighs> shook his hand endearingly, and like that guy probably started crying. Like changed his life. Yeah, uh, it's cool. Someone um, someone sent me the footage. Oh oh get oh, out hang up. Oh, God, oh you know what? Before I mention that, uh, this Arnie thing that I had lined up, uh, Sam Saunders. Sam Saunders, his grandson. Yep. What is this guy gonna fucking? Win a tournament. Just win a tournament and that and like he I was rooting for him the first year that uh grandpa died. Yeah. Arnie died. Right? That's your year, bro. I got you I got an answer it. for you. You I, take it. I got an answer for yeah. you. And this is somewhat speculative, but uh, I heard that he's taken a lot of responsibilities with the foundation. Sam Saunders is going to become the voice of the Arnold Palmer group whatever ever, everything under that umbrella Correct. so i mean that's kind of a lot to ask of somebody who's got other things to focus on like his own like pga tour career because he's he's you know he's good he's one of those guys that is seemingly there every once in a while almost gets close to win a tournament but it doesn't stack up wins oh, God, he's kind of like he's kind of like the scott piercy of golfers that don't hate gay people wow <laughs> good call Jeez, just, that we, guy's a train wreck. I, I don't even want to talk about the guy to be honest. We're on a good. Tra- we, we, could, even, we could talk him up later because uh, there's more, much more Bay Hill to talk about. Maybe we there's, come back um, to him. Maybe we don't. If you want to learn more about that, Google that. Google that. <laughs> we heard it here, yeah, probably first heard or second. First. Yeah. Um, but dude, uh, somebody sent me this, and it's my favorite. Um, like memory they send out every Bay Hill, right? About Arnold. Yeah, yeah. and it's um, Arnie. On the 18th, it's one of the last, I think it was his last tournament, and um, it was the last time he played at Bay Hill, and it was on the 18th, and he, I think he pulls out a driver off the deck, Oh, it, and it the, goes up all the way to the left, trickles all the way down pin high to like, I don't know, 15, 15 feet maybe. That, that's the so shot. Amazing. That's my most memorable Arnold so Palmer amazing. shot. Because, I just think about it every time this week comes up. Yeah, me too. And then, His little uh, sawed off dude, his yeah, follow through. Yeah, and then man. he was just. You know, waving his hand. Um, so epic. Wayne Gretzky has a good story that I always remember. Um, he was playing with Arnold Palmer. And I want to say it was either at Bay Hill. I think it was at Bay Hill. And it was a shot over this water. And 18, uh, same hole? 
No, it was, a, it was different. It was a shot over the water, though. I, I Personally, I want to say it was Pebble Beach Program number eight, but it, I don't think it was. It was at Bay Hill. Anyway, point is, there's a shot over the water, and uh, Arnie asks his caddy, you know, uh, what do you think it is? And he's like, blah, blah, blah. He's, Arnie's like, nah, it's two iron. Right? <laughs> so he's like, no, Mr. Palmer, you know, hit, hit a three wood. And he's like, nah, it's two iron. So he hits it, and it goes in the water. Right? And everyone's like, oh, you know, oh, sorry, Mr. Palmer. Five you know? iron, huh? You're fired. Right? He goes, uh, well, this gig, this gig is good right here, right? So he goes, sorry, Mr. Palmer. You know, I, I suggested this. He goes, give me a ball. Puts the ball down. Hits it. Puts it on the green. Gives him the club and says, told you it was two iron. <laughs> <laughs> he did it way classier than Shooter. That's for sure. Yeah. No kidding. Huh? God. I remember, I remember a really embarrassing thing. Um, I um, remember watching the uh, 2008 Arnold Palmer or okay. uh, the Bay Hill. Okay. If you remember, that's the one when Tiger sinks that like 45 footer. He's tied. He has that for birdie to win the tournament by one on the 72nd hole for a final round 66. And I'm watching it with my ex at the time. Mm. And for some reason, I was talking about how much I love Tiger getting shit for it. And um, I, I said that if he made this putt, I would open the door in my like i'm like wearing boxer shorts and yell i would do anything for love it was just really weird right if he makes his putt and of course he drills it and i yell Set out yourself and, up. and right as i open the door as people walking their dogs across the street and i shout it at the top of my lungs people look at me weird great moment i remember that i can't dang. forget that dang that's cool there's a story that nobody gives a fuck about but i'll throw <laughs> it to you anyways <laughs> um but yeah, so uh, nonetheless, Bay Hill, uh, again, like I was telling Ryan earlier, it's the one tournament that like in the course that just really, I don't know, magnifies and puts a nice, when I think Bay Hill, I think Arnold Palmer, I think the umbrella, I think even the course to me just looks like this giant umbrella colored. So uh, beautiful. I love that icon. Oasis, man. Yeah, it's just amazing. And even the story behind um, him getting that, I think that was his wife's suggestion. The to umbrella? Just, to yeah. do the rainbow umbrella and yeah. rising. Oh, man. And the signature is just, it's everything. I don't know. I love having this picture right here. It's such a, you know, it's an older picture, too. I love how he makes the lowercase a a big-ass uppercase a for his signature. Yeah. It's so glorious, man. God, I didn't realize how fun this episode was going to be because we just get to talk about Arnold Palmer, man. My, yeah. My grandma loved Arnold Palmer, too. Like, loved him. She probably had a crush on him. Like, you know, he was a younger cat and she was just like Ooh, who's this like she always talked about him yeah uh, I'm, i mean even growing up not uh, you know again i told you i had memories of growing up watching golf not yeah. really knowing what was on but we had those lack of channels i'm sure but i remember arnold palmer in the masters back in the day as a kid i remember yeah. seeing him um how do you think jack nicholas felt about arnold palmer because arnold palmer was beloved 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 by the people and jack nicholas was respected and feared by his opponents and you know appreciated by the people but i always wonder if it like bothered jack that the crowds went nuts for for arnold and when jack was coming up like people didn't really gravitate to him quickly they just loved arnold the, the army behind arnold and the small crowd behind jack i wonder if that com- got his competitive um, edge going i well of course and I, i'm sure there was different phases of their friendship and rivalry if you will, yeah. right? I'm sure there was it was rivals, and then it was became obviously at the end of friendship, right? Yeah. Long lasting. I mean, they're both two of the biggest names 
ever in the game, yeah. right? Um, but I think that, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll say this. I just happened to see this thing the other day on Golf Channel. And um, everybody needs to kind of maybe go Google it or, or, or try to YouTube this episode. And it describes it the best. And I, that's all I can say is to watch that. And it's the uh, 1967 U.S. Open. And it's just the battle between Jack and, and Arnie. I will watch that tonight, and, dude. Um, it's, it's pretty epic. And it talks, it brews up each of their stories, where they came from, what was going on, how they were uh, rearranging the game already. And then, then they come in with Jack's story. And then they finally meet up in, in the event. And it's kind of like the Wild World of Golf kind of breakdown. It just shows their match through that, that wow thing. dude yeah i'll watch that youtube yeah. youtube is a great place to watch i'm all sure i'm sure you matches. can find that um somewhere that little that little um little spot that i found it was on golf channel the other day i got one I'd correction to what i said earlier mm-hmm. tiger woods has eight wins at bay hill eight eight, eight. solid uh, career earnings of 7.66 million dollars out of 70 competitive rounds on the wow. championship course It's a tricky course too, man. I mean, it looks like you kind of zigzag throughout the whole place. It I looks mean, pure as fuck. Though. I think you're being nice because we're coming off of uh, PGA National. We're heading into Sawgrass. This is a this is a kids track. Not sorry, no disrespect, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, like, you know, sixty six. It's glorious. Yeah. It's glorious. It, it, as far as the conditions go, they the the players love this grass, man. They they huh. love the Bermuda and the Soja mixes. They do not like the grass on the West Coast swing. They right. do not because they're. It's not scaredy cats. It's not the fairways as much as the greens. Uh, These greens, and I'm not, we're not, we don't play on these greens. We play on our West Coast greens, and that's about it. I played in Florida. I played on the East Coast. I've hit them a couple times. Not enough to remember how different they were, but they're different. They're easier. These greens are a lot easier. Especially in tournament conditions, too, the way they, I'm sure they cut them. Yeah. Yeah. I like Ricky's hat, dude. I like that Puma with the. Ricky's flossing, man. You can get those. Those are now available. Ricky, love his shirt. I'm excited to see his fit tomorrow. Yeah, me too, man. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a good week. <sighs> Bay Hill, man. Bay Hill. Look at that thing. There's just water everywhere, and it's always so green. I don't know something about this. Yeah. Oh, jeez, Matt. Every just <laughs> lipped out for a uh, for a solo lead for jeez, seven under. Furious. And he just he tomahawked his putter in the air. Didn't catch it. Let it fall on the green. Did a weird little funky dance. I like that guy, man. Show Matt us Avery. how you feel, Matt Every. God, and the and the reefer, and the whole nine, dude. I love it. Emotions on the sleeve, weed in the pocket. I like this kid. Emotions on the sleeve. Well, and I can deal with his because they're not like Sergio's. They're not demonstrative. Wrong, yeah. I mean, even even with the putter thing, he's like he gets mad at himself. I don't know why. Why? Why? Why is Roms and Bubba's and those guys more offensive? I don't know. Bubba's is because uh, I, I think some of them. There's kind of this thing, right, which helped me out one day. There's um, basically the theory of, like, there's not enough balls in your bag to, like, or if you have that many balls in your bag, then you shouldn't be complaining, right? Like, that means you're, like, not that good, right? And I would say there'd be the opposite towards a player. Like, if yeah. you're that good and you mess up, like, who cares? Yeah. You're still going to par it. But the, the, for some reason, I, I think I know. Bubba, well, what Bubba does is different. Bubba seemingly blames his caddy and starts yelling at his caddy. Like it's his fault. John Rom gets all like 
angry and like violently upset yeah. and starts cussing. Bryson too. Bryson, yeah. Bryson gets all like confused and frustrated. Starts and pounding like, the starts, green. Like looking around, wondering what's going on with you know the the physics problem that he's got in his head. <laughs> but Matt Every just kind of like throws a little like like emotional. <laughs> oh goddamn it, fit like it's a little like temper tantrum, but it, he keeps it short. He moves on. Something something endearing about. He's emotional about it. It means a lot. So he gets upset. I like that. I don't have something about the Brooks of the world that just that well, go through the tournament straight lace, never smile, Dustin. Props <laughs> to them for keeping their emotions even keel, but wow. I can't I can't That's identify with that. I can't You don't really see somebody like like Dustin like fuck, fuck, even never. Phil. Sometimes, but even Phil. Phil Mickelson. Um yeah, but Phil in his little like hat tip and the little wry smile, and the thumb, the thumbs up, gets a little weird. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm... yeah, but yeah, because you know what I think too, personally is like when you see a pro do that, it allows the average player to do that too. Yeah, you can identify. Be. I got to a point where I'll you know, and I'm not still the best. I still have like a grunt that I do that I'm trying to like shake, but. I definitely handle bad shots in different situations a lot better than I did 10, 15 years ago. The past eight years of my golf game has gotten better just because of my attitude. Yeah. I, Straight I, up. I had, a, I had a really dark spot in my attitude when it was it was affecting other players around me. Right. And it, it took it, – I had to step outside and realize it. And it, it still, you know, creeps up. My, my whole philosophy is I have little tantrums. I get over them fast. If I can't, like, cuss and scream and hit the ground – like it makes it hard for me to get over it quick, so I just right. have a little tiny. You know, you you've seen it a million times. Yeah, you know my yeah, you've almost killed me a million times, man. Sure. My but back in my oh. days, dude. Oh, back in the days, Big the fill. destruction I caused. I killed a tree at Santa Teresa. Yeah, drove you over. Killed it. A, you're one of your one of my favorite stories of yours is uh, I sold you a sixty degree <laughs> oil can Titleist, right? I sold it to you that day. I got the money. Yep. I would have bought it back. Hole number two. He snaps it over his leg and throws it into the creek. <laughs> Jesus, dude. That was a little bitch, man. That was a different time. Yeah, that was a different but, time. Um, that that has was... stirred me away from playing with people. That has made me why I played with other people other than my friends for so long. Yeah. Was even my own attitude for a while. I got to a point where my attitude was so bad, I didn't even want to golf with anybody. Yeah, because I was I wasn't golfing good anymore, and I was just like salty all the time. It's easy to get there with this game. This game is frustrating, and it and it's so much <sighs> mental, and it like it's hard to keep the confidence to, you know, to keep the the, the passion going. But we always come back to it. Uh, but yeah. it's frustrating, man. Everybody who knows, if you're listening to this, we don't have to tell you. The shit is will make you go insane. Yeah, you know what else is insane too is to to sit here like even for me and like. Be like, these guys should be happy shooting it. Like, Bryson shot a 38 on his front nine, you know? But that's not good. Like, there's mm. somebody shot a 36. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, for us, it's it's easy to say, like, dude, you shot a 38 and a 36. Like, you're fine. But no, somebody else shot a 35 and a 36. And it's that close. And that's why he's pissed off. You know what I mean? Because it's par. Because it's just what they're, it's on the, the weak side of what they're used to. Yeah, you know, you got me thinking, man. I wonder if I focused more clubs or broken them on my back out of my whole 
club breaking. I think you focused more clubs. I've seen you annihilate more clubs in a fit of rage. You know, my favorite accidental focus was of all time uh, playing a rancho. You, you ever you ever done the baseball thing with a putter where you throw the ball up yeah. in the air, underhand it, and then hit the ball yeah, in yeah. the air with a putter? Yeah, I've seen you do so this too. I, I did it once on the green and crushed it, smoked it, home run, dude. It <laughs> left center, just launched it. Brennan Bernardo, shout out mm. to Brennan. I'm trying to get around in with him at Rancho. It's been a while. Uh, that cat. And me and Sarge. Anyways, I, he bets me five bucks. I can't do it again. So I pick up a ball, do it again, connect, probably even better. Only problem is the putter head flies further than the ball. Dang. Launch the putter head <laughs> straight off the shaft. That's what you get. Into the little river, into That's the little lake get. of Rancho. Got my five bucks, though. That putter probably wasn't even worth five bucks, so it was fine. <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, I bought a um, a sand wedge at the Goodwill the other day. How much? Four dollars. Cool. I'm gonna put it up for twenty. Cleveland. It's a Cleveland. Yeah. S I something. Forget. Don't sleep on the Goodwills, dude. No, I go in there periodically just to see if there's a something I could flip. Yeah. To be honest, folks. Or used, dude. I I I picked up a a 60 degree Cleveland at the Goodwill that I used it for a while. Not a Cleveland guy. I'm a big Titleist guy. Sometimes I get Vokey, huh? Yeah. I I think that's something I'll never change. I don't know. That Grand McDowell? Yeah, it is. He, he, he does I'm, well here. I'm thinking about getting Mizuna irons. Wow. Getting fitted for Mizuna irons. The J, what is it, J500s or something like that? J700s? Are you still rocking those Cobras right now? <clears throat> no, I'm rocking Oh, no, you're rocking TaylorMades. Yeah. Uh, which ones are those? Oh, my God. I totally forgot. Rocket Blades. Rocket Blades. They're yeah, old. You're due. What about Driver, man? We talk about it every once in a while. I don't know. Uncle Sam was friendly this year, but... Man, I'm just throwing money everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. Rent, fucking. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. And I think that's the only thing that's been killing me from getting a driver, too. Just dough. Dough does know? that. I'd rather, buy, I don't know. Not rather, but I don't know. There's other things I need to get. Like rent. <laughs> Damn you, golf. Um, I wonder well, when, I, just to, we, we kind of brought it up a little bit. I wonder who's going to be holding it down for the Olympics, although I'm pretty sure it's got to be. Brooks, Justin Thomas. And you're right about that, man. Justin Thomas is right there. Do you want to hear the top five of the world golf rankings right now? Yeah, I do. I do. What's blowing my mind is who's at number six. Blowing my mind. I'm going to just, I'm going to rifle it out. Rory McIlroy, number one. John Rahm, number two. Brooks Kepka, number three. Justin Thomas, number four. Dustin Johnson, number five. Wow. So your top three Americans are Brooks, Justin, and Dustin. And now here's number six. Number six in the world golf rankings is no other than Patrick Cantlay. Wow. See, and that's something that's weird too. And I know a lot of people have an issue with the world golf rankings. I'm tripping. That uh, I am tripping. Uh, but but to tell you the truth, I'm surprised that Justin Thomas is so high in the world golf rankings, though. You just said he's number two in the world, and I agree with you. No, so. it, but that was my opinion. Like that was just yeah. me saying, like well, I you, feel your he opinion is. is validated by statistics. Apparently, yeah. so we got Adam Scott at seven, Webb Simpson. Wow, see, that's surprising. Patrick Reed at uh, uh, nine, and Tommy Fleetwood is at ten. Tiger, fucking Woods, y'all is at eleven. Wow, that's surprising too. Yeah. Remember, but his, he dropped to like 451 for a little while. Oh, there. he was so far. But he's, There was um, a time that Michael Grello made more money than uh, Tiger Woods in one year. From the, one But season. you know what? He did drop five spots. Tiger did. He was number six. I remember going off about how he was in the top ten. Um, but he's down to number... Because he hasn't... You know, he's been back out of it. After the Masters win, he definitely just pumped the brakes. And that's a little scary. 
Um, but I, I want him to come back. I thought he, he hasn't committed a presence here. He hasn't committed to uh, the players. What's going on? Why Some, is Tiger not something, committed? Something's going, dude. His back. Do you think so? I think so. Something's oh, going. God, He's no. stiffening up somewhere. Don't do the fusion thing again. The fusion but, is successful. So here's the thing, though. Uh, Tiger's in a position like a lot of players are, that he might just be throttling back yep. and gearing up for the Masters. That's it. One would hope that he's just fine. Because, look, we're what is it? Mar- we're a month away from the Masters. Yeah. Why is he going to play Bay Hill? Arnie's yeah, not but alive. Dude, but Sawgrass, he's not going to go. He's not going to do the players. He, he just hasn't. But he doesn't have to. He doesn't need a player's win. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't, but he needs practice in competitive golf. He needs that. He's, dude, he's probably at Augusta right now fucking hitting shots. Maybe that's just my stupid-ass opinion, though, because maybe he doesn't. I mean, I, I just feel like he doesn't need to do any of that. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah. Oh, Patrick Reed. I don't think I could wear that shirt anymore, man. That blue shirt that Patrick Reed's got on. He just on. ruined it, especially I, with those stupid green I wore it a couple days ago. I, was, I bought that on a clearance rack at the golf well, mart, whatever. And Now you know why. <laughs> yeah, but then two months later, everybody started wearing I saw some camera champ busted it out. Tony Finau busted it out. But well, now Patrick Reed ruins it. I was going to say, I bet you there's some people fucking burning theirs now. <laughs> I this, would. Put this with my LeBron jersey. I have this dope-ass Nike shirt. I just wish it would uh, be small enough to fit you. If that makes sense. I buy big, big boy ones. Well, you know what? I'm filling out a little bit. Filling out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the jump rope with that weights, dude. Look at the uh, FedEx comp points. By the way, very similar, with the exception of uh, you got a couple randoms. But Rory's in number one, and Justin's number two in their uh, the FedEx cup points. So Rory wow. is crushing it this year. Crushing it. Other than his fits, uh, I love JT. A solid, solid player. Class act. You love don't, him. You don't like his. No, I'm not big on his get-ups. Oh, we don't like you don't all. like polo. Man, I'm not big polo. I don't like his pants. I don't like his shoes. Kind of do. You know, here's what it's I don't like. Because you're white. Since we're gonna get critical, I don't like how he wears ankle socks with old school wingtip golf shoes. That looks wrong. So okay, so that's that looks wrong. That's strike one. Full problem. right. Full yeah. Problem. So that's my, my my issue. My lady's got a big problem with his attire as well. We, you know what? We got to get critical. We got to get critical on outfits, and it's all subjective. We like our guys that we like. We tend to agree on a yeah. lot. We should disagree more. Maybe it might bring a little bit more color Maybe. to the show. Get, go with the Gary Radnich approach that if you're not arguing about somebody, if there's not two conflicting opinions, then it's not quality. We can always bring in our super engineer, super producer engineer, uh, Phil Ziegler, to come fucking... No, we need to bring Tim to the show so he could like everybody that we don't like and dislike everybody mm, that we do like. Good one. Well, come Masters, he's coming in because he needs to give his... Uh, I know he texted... His picks and oh, what yeah. he would, rec- Good re- would recommend for his Masters gamble picks, but he needs to come in here and tell the people. You know how he justified sure. Patrick Reed? He likes Patrick Reed. I'm like, he's a fucking he cheater. Does. He's like, let me ask you this. Is he a good player? I'm like, what? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's good. Yeah, Jordan Spieth's a cheater, but he's a good player too. Oh. If you asked him. Get out of here. I'm just saying if you asked him. I, I'm Fucking take that haterade out of here with Jordan Spieth. Hey, man, let the man heal. I'm good. I'm good with him. I wish he would hurry up and heal. You let know the what I mean? follicles stimulate. Let the growth commence and let the golf swing heal Jordan Spieth. To be honest with you, I wish I could walk the um, walk around a practice round with him. Yeah. With Greller and just tell him. I've seen him so many years up close and personal. Like, dude, this is how you should approach mentally. Not the game, not your swing, nothing like that. What you're what you're doing wrong mentally. Because even myself, being a frustrated individual, could help him. You know? Like, dude, 
Instead of telling yourself what you missed, tell yourself what you're gonna do. Type oh, shit. He you know needs. What I mean? me- it's me- he needs Doctor. It's Frazier mental, Crane, dude. He needs Fraser Crane. Doctor Zach Malosh. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Poor Michael, dude. You know, they, taking out on Michael all the tell time. Tell you one thing though, Michael and Jordan have the celebration down. They yeah. know how to fucking chest bump, high five. Two young cats. You know, they're good. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah. They need, you know. And they've had a they've had a long relationship. Fred too. Couples needs to take a page out of the Michael Greller Jordan Speed book. Speaking of Fred Couples and then Ricky Fowler, who we're about to watch hit his shot into eighteen. How uh, you you know about this? But you know that Ricky Fowler was Fred Couples one year for Halloween. Oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah for sure. That makes me laugh because this is in the nineties, like you know, before the Tiger Woods splurge. Uh, Fred Couples was being envied by a young Ricky Fowler. Ah oh, man. Ricky, Ricky, sticky. So how come Ricky can wear pink, but Justin Thomas can't? I mean, is Justin it... Thomas can. He just doesn't. Everything else doesn't go together. I mean, he is the poster child for polo. Like, if you're going to get anybody to dress in polo that's what it and is. dress you... like that, that's him. I just. You hate polo. I just don't like him. Like, I love him. I just, Yeah, like, the type of, the way he dresses, the type of person I don't like. Cholo you over I mean? polo. There you go. For life. I mean, if you want to put it like that, into terms <laughs> like that, yeah. For sure. I don't know. Price. No one's sponsored by Dickies. I'll tell you that. God, dude. I don't know. The battle cry of a two-year-old. Did we pick that up? Did that come through? We probably do. Shout out to my daughter. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Liliana. Jesus. The terror. Uh, This kid is cuter than Sin, and she is very familiar with Sin already at an early age. So, yeah. It got brought up at dinner last night, and... Krista had the best response, and I forgot I said it, but my mom was like, you know, how come you guys haven't, you know, it's been pretty late, but you guys haven't got the uh, baby baptized yet. And I was like, fuck, you know, we kind of forgot and whatever. Yes. And uh, ta- uh, my lady uh, was like, yeah, well, uh, I brought it up to Zach, and he was like, yeah, that's cool. I'm just kind of scared that, like, my daughter will burst into flames. <laughs> <laughs> A bad scene at the altar. <laughs> Dude, you know, I don't know. She might be semi-related to the antichrist like maybe not the antichrist but definitely why she's uh, crazy bryson's rocking the umbrella too does he is he just trying to copy i think everybody's doing their own little shot out not phil not, not phil everyone's going to be rocking the phil logo back when when he's long gone phil dude. has a tattoo of the umbrella on his rock hard calf <laughs> yeah you know what? Uh, Arnie probably owes him some money still off a of bet. And yeah, he's like, guaranteed. I'm not wearing that shit. I bet a lot of people owe Phil Mickelson money. He's like, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, I'm under a lot of heat right now for transactions. <laughs> yeah, I can't still. even. They're going to shut down my PayPal account yeah. if I take any more. <laughs> yeah, hold on a second. I got to get the FBI off me. Let's not worry about this right now. We'll chat later, dude. Hey, speaking of the FBI, dude, I got to bring it up again. Uh, Scott Piercy. Made... <laughs> Seriously, bro. It's some... Made headlines yet again. He, he made some headlines. Um, not only did he make a uh, uh, um, homophobic slur in the form of a Pete Buttigieg meme. Um, I don't even know. I'm trying to find the meme, but I'm, I'm, I don't really care that much. But uh, it was something about him pulling out of the presidential race. He is uh, a homosexual uh, candidate. And I, I don't know what the whole thing was, but he made some homophobic comments. But it gets even worse because once the FBI gets involved, shit gets crazy. He also posted a message in relation with the QAnon, Q-A-N-O-N, a far-right conspiracy theory involving a secret plot by a deep state against government that one accuses its critics of child sex trafficking. So the FBI now... Uh, thinks it's a it's a source of domestic terrorism, so they're involved. Like that's a can of worms you don't want to open 
from some comments on social media, dude. Why, why wow. Is, wow. <laughs> wow. He's kind of blew my mind right there. I, yeah. I blow my, I, I, we, we didn't plan on doing this. I just saw the article. I saw the, I saw, I just kind of disregarded it. I was like, okay, whatever. Who, I mean, who cares? Scott Piercy's But then not, you're like, he got dropped by his sponsors. Dude, he got dropped by all of his. Footjoy, Titleist. Footjoy, Titleist, Jay Lindbergh. Those are heavy oh, hitters right heavy there. Heavy hitters, yeah. Those are like, that's paying like quarter of a million a year to this fool. Like he, the dropping, getting dropped by those three. I mean, I always, he always stood out to me because he rocks nice fits. Here we go back. To the <laughs> he's he, like a class act. He has nice clothes. He, you know? <laughs> he takes a page out of the Gary Player handbook on how to dress, and, he, and he's got the foot joy and the clean Titleist gear, and he's always Titleist flashed out. So I've always – I saw him play uh, up and close and personal for a few holes at uh, Safeway Open, too, okay. in uh, Silverado. So I kind of, like, got acquainted with him, but now he's popping up for – uh, anti-gay comments and memes and then being connected with a domestic terrorist group that the FBI is following? <laughs> what? Shit, dude. Hey, man. I just heard the law and order. Dun, dun! Yeah. Jeez, the feds, <laughs> man. Good God. You know, uh, again, the, the golf world shaking up, the, you know, shaking it up a little bit here and there, now and again. I mean, even Phil's had the feds on his ass. Yeah. Uh, Good God, man. Cocaine. I'm sure people didn't tune in on a Thursday and think, oh, they got some heat to talk about. But we did. We did. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, uh, with all that said, man. Let's get out of here. We can't, we can't top the FBI. Yeah, no. Uh, thanks again to everybody yeah. listening. Uh, shout out to Anchor.fm. Yeah. If you guys want to start a podcast, I highly recommend going through them. That's what um, we did. That's what we did. <laughs> Kids are going nuts, man. Let's get out out here before these kids burn this place down. We don't have a studio anymore. (laughs) All right. We'll see you all next week. Head down. Good vibes, bros.